Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Movie Chatter. We are continuing our coverage of heist movies. And uh, unlike last week where we had some differences of opinions, I think this week we can all agree on, uh, on how this movie turned out. We are covering The Score from 2001 starring Robert De Niro and Edward Norton. Also Marlon Brando, Angela Bassett, and a bunch of other people we've never seen before. So I'm Eric. I'm joined, as always, by Lou and Robin. Robin, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, except you said I'm going to agree with you. That was a mistake. Agreeing <laughs> with me is a mistake or me saying that you would agree with me is a mistake? Saying that I, I would mean, agree with you is a mistake. I mean, we didn't go over spoilers, so. I'm, I'm a woman of a, you know, particular set of skills. You're logging into YouTube, not being one of them. <laughs> no, that is not one of them. Wow. Yeah. I Those roll, of us who I showed roll. up for the uh, live show got got a little pregame bonus content there. Mm -hmm. Lou, how are you and uh, your logging into website and app skills doing? Uh, so far, I can log into things pretty well. Yeah, uh, no know, problems. It, it, it's Yeah, I've been doing yeah. it for a long time. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I that mean, would make sense. that. around for... A few years now. Right. Right. Yeah. The internet's been here for a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll be nice. Smirk. <laughs> All right. So I we are going to be covering you. this score. Um, you know, we started with the Italian job where we had a group of people who kind of worked as a family. And then we had uh, Ronin where it was a group of people working together who just didn't really know one another. And then we get the score, which is two people working together who cannot stand to be in the same room with one another. Okay. There, there was a third guy and he was probably the funniest of them all. Does she mean no. Marlon Brando? No. Uh, what I mean, third guy? I mean the guy who, Drove the oh, car his cousin, his, his quote, cousin, cousin his with cousin. the air quotes. That was that was mm. like the best. Part you of always pick like the the least interesting part of the movie and say, "Oh, that's that's the <laughs> that best was part." The best part of the movie that was the best part. Well, Lou Ronan, hey, Good. that that ice skater, that was the best part of the movie. <laughs> Get a read of it. This was she not was the cutting wonderful. edge. Okay, this was Ronan. That was that a medic, You need to believe with me. Cutting you need edge to, was a fun like, movie. Agree with me, that medic. Well, let let's talk robin what did you think of the score um it did not score well with me uh, oh, uh, 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 oh uh, i i see what you did there uh, yeah you see what i did there now i i really like frank oz but mm -hmm. i think this was like a problem for him i'm blaming a lot of this on the directing she just uh, dissed yoda I know. That's pretty, that's pretty surprising. And half of I all the dis Muppets. Yoda. I dissed Frank Oz. Who is Yoda? Yoda <clears throat> and half of the Muppets. I'm I, I just saying. I, to I quote think the this Swedish chef. a directorial problem for him. So, Lou, vert what did vert. you think? <laughs> what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, do you ask me or Eric? I'm sorry. You. Me, I, I, I rather enjoyed it. Um, I didn't think I was going to. It started out um, a little shaky for me, I thought. But 
I thought it was a pretty well put together heist movie and a pretty well put together um, plan and execution. I would agree <laughs> with that, Robin. Um, okay. I mean, it's not the best of movies, but as heist movies go, if nothing right. else, I think that watching Robert De Niro and Edward Norton play off of each other was interesting. And I thought that the heist aspect of it was good. The first half was a little, uh, a little slow. And I, I typically immediately get bored anytime I see Marlon Brando. Like, uh, if I ever have difficulty getting to sleep, if I just like pull up a picture of Marlon Brando on my phone, I'm out like a light, like it just instantly. He didn't have that much of a role. So I didn't find him that distracting. Here. Thank goodness for that. Because if he did, ugh. so, so it, it seems we again, have differences I'm, of opinions here. Well, I'm going to blame the director because for what you had two. <laughs> For the the pace, the you said the the first act was a little slow. I think the entire movie was a little slow until the very end, and then it got to a normal speed for heist films for me. Um, there was a lot of brooding. There was a lot of uh, just prolonged silences, sort of like that, you know. Um, and that that's a problem when there are so few actors on the screen. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, the first act was a little slow. And there was some brooding. <clears throat> but I thought the second and third acts were fine. Lou, any? I, no, I agree. I mean, I thought that, you know, I was trying to get into it in the beginning. I thought it was a little slow to start. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it picked up, you know, a third of the way in, you know, a third to a half of the way in. And I was pretty happy after that. Okay. All right. Well, I think we should probably throw down and actually start talking specifics. So at this point, we are going to spoil the movie. It's been out for 19 years. So if you haven't <laughs> seen it by now, I don't, I don't really know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, so we've got Edward Norton, who we saw in The Italian Job. We have Robert De Niro, mm -hmm. who we saw in Ronin. And now we've got kind of the blending of those two. They come together in this movie. Um, the, uh, I don't know. I thought that the dynamic between De Niro and Norton was really interesting. Uh, Edward Norton... He's one of those guys you hear a lot of things about behind the scenes about how maybe he's difficult to work with and stuff like that. But I like the way he can pull off such a, a range of, mm. of different acting. So him with his, his cover role um, yep, as the mentally challenged uh, janitor yep. to Edward Norton, who, I mean, physique wise, you wouldn't think that he can stand up to people like De Niro and stuff like that. He, he, you know, he's a little bit small in stature, but once he starts talking and getting going, you know, he, he has a pretty good presence. Mm -hmm. And then playing off of De Niro, who is, is one of the, the classic modern badasses. 
I yeah, thought that I mean, worked well. The one thing, I mean, De Niro's got a couple of I keep of forgetting Robin hates do. De Niro, but yeah, go go ahead, Lou. Yeah. Oh, he's got, I mean, he's got a couple of things. He can do comedy and he can do mm-hmm. kind of his badass kind of guy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, those are the two things he really does, and that's it. Yeah. But he does them really well. Ed Norton is very versatile. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I he does play a lot of the very similar roles. Um, I thought his role here and in Italian Job were pretty close. Yep. You know, characters felt one and the same almost. Right. Because um, they had that same attitude, I guess. But, um, you know, you look at other stuff he's been in, like American History X and stuff, and it's just, you know, I didn't recognize him type thing. So, wow, that's him. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, this movie did feel familiar though um i'd never seen it but the whole the whole twist of a heist movie didn't that's been done before right I'm, i couldn't picture mm-hmm. anything in my mind i mean oceans italian 11 job. had a had a twist italian job that almost the exact same twist yeah okay yeah um, you're right yeah well, yep. italian job that that it wasn't really a twist it was part of the story like it happened right at the beginning that's not really a, a twist per se mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. true true but he, here's the thing if if ed norton had not been in this movie this movie would have been truly awful he i believe he carried the movie not only because he played two very distinct characters in my mind, mm-hmm. um, Brian and Jack. So Brian was the, the his persona as the janitor mm-hmm. casing, right? Casing the place. And Jack as the guy robbing it um, were very distinct and he did it very well. And I actually commented halfway through the movie. Can you imagine putting, putting yourself in a situation where for months you have to keep this this very challenging um, persona, right? Um, he had to adopt um, a persona mm-hmm. that was completely. It was it. It would have been very difficult, I believe, to keep up if you weren't actually um, um, physically challenged in the ways that he presented as the janitor, and um, intellectually challenged in the ways as he presented. At, uh, as the janitor and mm-hmm. then to be able to turn that off and on. And I get it. We, they shoot films out of sequence, right. But truly to be able to change on a dime. Um, and a oh, lot of it, yeah, no, did a, a great lot job of credit goes, that. Mm-hmm. goes to him. Uh, I, th- I think as an actor, but I think that you know, uh, just real quick though, to say that the movie would be crap without him. I, I agree that he was, one of the shining aspects of the movie, but you could say that about a lot of movies. And I think that's one of the reasons they got him for this movie. And I, I mean, I think De Niro mm-hmm. held up well too. So I don't think it's and necessarily other, bad to say that dropped in there. What's that? Yeah. You could have dropped other characters, er, actors in there and done yeah. a good job. And I'd say he's not the only guy that could have done that, but right. And I like Ed Norton a lot. Me too. Yeah. But here's the thing. Then you bring in someone like an Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. all right, who plays Robert De Niro's, I don't know, girlfriend, squeeze, whatever. Um, n- nothing, what, there was, that was like a, a, a hollow sort of interaction. There was no reason for her to be there. I agree. Um, other than to give 
him a reason to to give him motivation to, to get out of his life. Right. Right. Yeah. To give him altruistic motives for why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've seen that before, even, too. Even given the way it, the movie ended, um, it's not like he found her, went back to her, whatever it it he, uh, you know, De Niro was the master of his own fate um, and didn't really need her. Okay. I mean, that's not incorrect, but he chose her like he, he didn't need her, but that gave him something to work toward. Like one of the things he says to Edward Norton's character is, you know, decide early on what it is you want and then build that Mm -hmm. bit by bit, as opposed Mm -hmm. to taking on all of these, you know, high risk, high reward jobs all the time. Because it's not going to work out well for you that way. So I kind of saw this as him. uh, Like, did he need her? No, but I think that it was still something that he saw and he wanted. And then that gave him motivation to kind of settle down and and get out of what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but see, I kind of think that his relationship with Max was really more the reason why he followed the job through. I I agree. Here he he was in a relationship for uh, 25 years, I believe the movie sort of cited for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And his friend was in real trouble. I mean, we come to find out that, you know, Max pushed him to do this because Max was in some, some real trouble and needed, needed his expertise to get out of it. And so, um, while Max certainly didn't play a, a huge part in this, I do think that in the end he became the reason for the risks that he took in order to get the job done. Okay. For me, I think what I found interesting about this movie was the heist itself. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think that, when you compare this to the Italian job and when you compare this to Ronan, I think this is where the strength of this movie is, is in the actual heist and then kind of the mess they get into as a result. Mm. Uh, but the building of the relationships was not as good as it was in Ronan. The um, characters were not as relatable as they were in Italian job. And I think that those movies had those strengths. But I think that this is an interesting take on the heist film in a different way. You've got a really what I thought was a really good heist, like the heist itself. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But it was about the the nature of the betrayal. The how do you get out of that situation? How do you get ahead of the other guy in that situation? So really, it's a race between two thieves at the end, which is is something we didn't see in the other heist movies. And it's something we don't typically see in any heist movie. Typically it's the good guys against the the cops. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that it's unique in that regard. And it's something that we don't normally get to see. So I, I think that presents an interesting perspective 
on this when you look at it in the context of other heist movies. Now, is it as good? Honestly, no. It, it's it's a good movie. I think it's a good movie, but I don't think it's great. Like, I think Ronin was a lot slower and it was less about the heist, but I think it was a better quality movie. And I think the Italian job is better from like it's it's a more overall balanced movie and it makes for a better popcorn flick i think um so of the three i think the score is probably the weaker the weakest of the three lou what do you think Mm. on this yeah i guess so i mean because i really like the italian job and i really like ronin um, this is my first time ever seeing the score and, and I okay. came out of it with a smile on my face. I mean, I thought the ending was good. Yeah. I thought it was, it was well put together, you know, and, 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 and you, you kind of had, you know, a little sauce by my heart for, for De Niro's character to come out on top, you know, and when you thought it was going really bad. Right. Um, right, right. But, you know, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was well done. I really enjoyed the twist. I really enjoyed the, the heist itself, even though, I don't think I'd keep my money in any place like that in Canada because they clearly can't, you know, <laughs> take care of things. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed what went on there. It just it did have that same feeling of I've seen this before. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we had too many times you have a, a heist where somebody thinks they got something and they, they didn't. You know, it's like, oh, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like um, the portrayals that that um, Ed Norton had for the two different characters he played. It, but part of me, you know, being in 2020, I'm thinking to myself, okay, what kind of flack would you get for doing this role today? Actually, I mentioned that to uh, to Tim. And, but you know, part I said of me this saying, movie okay, couldn't be made today. Well, I, I thought that too, but then I thought, well, maybe you no, know, it could because he's not a a fully engaged person playing a mentally handicapped person. He's a fully engaged person pretending to be a handicapped person for a particular role. So you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have people crying out that you need to have a a mentally challenged person in the role because right. the person's not mentally challenged all the time it's just he was playing a role for that within you know a role in a role i guess you'd say and but, it is a right. character yeah. you're not supposed to not the mentally challenged character but edward norton's character is a character you're not supposed to idealize you're not supposed to like him so right. mm-hmm. but 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 what i'm thinking if that character was mentally challenged period for the whole movie you wouldn't be able to have ed, ed norton play that role today right. because you've all kinds of a blowback on that. Mm, yeah. Also, they would point out hey, that Lou. the only woman in the movie was just a, a piece of cardboard. Trophy. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that right, was really, right. and Angela Bassett's actually a really good actress and to see her I in this and just kind of hired for her role. Yeah. I mean, I think so too. I'm like, what is she going to have more of a role? Because she's a really good actress right. and you know i think you overpaid <laughs> you could have somebody well it almost made me look up her career and, and i was thinking okay was she just starting out or something like where was she in her career at this point mm-hmm. because it was just kind of sad that you've got this really <laughs> great asset 
that you're not making any use out of in this film. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, that, that was, that was the point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Lou, yes. you know what I like best about this movie? The ice skater? No, I actually oh. got to see what was in the box. <laughs> <laughs> what? We've got to watch Eric? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction next. I know what was you, in the oh, cake. Oh, you know, let's see. Cloverfield, another... where we don't get to see what the monster looks like. Oh, right. Um, well, a little bit, right? Very a bit. tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny bit. Like you get to see his its um, left foot or something. Like, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. You know, I thought of another heist film that I haven't seen in years, and I have no idea how well it holds up, but Sneakers. Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, you like that? Okay. Oh, my God, yes. I forgot that was a heist film. Like, that would be a good movie to cover. Would it? It's amazing. I mean, sneakers. Have you seen it, Eric? Yeah. Like back when it <laughs> came Robert out. Robert Dan Aykroyd, Ben Kingsley, uh, Mary McDowell, River Phoenix, Sidney Poitier. Um, it, yeah, it's, yeah, that was oh, one of those amazing. movies where I spent the whole time rolling my eyes saying, that's not what a computer does. That's oh, not how you hack on. a computer. That's not, that's not how that thing works. Who wrote this crap? Like, that's how I spent most of, of my, disbelief. yeah, oh, no, you needed some pretty oh. hefty suspenders for that one. You needed like those Robin Williams, Mork and Mindy <laughs> suspenders. So to that end, uh-huh. I will say that this and Ronan, even though out of the three that we've covered, the they're not my favorites, to me had more believable tech. Yes. Than um, Ocean's 11, 12, 13 onward to 50. Um, and, and probably sneakers, although sneakers was pretty, you know, at the time we had a little bit more of imagination around what computers can do mm-hmm. and what hackers are able to do. Um, and so for me that, that I just sort of held it there and that's where, that's where it's got to stay. But f- here, you know, you've got a guy actually hooking up gear in a believable way yeah. like i believed all his gear could operate that and way and i liked that and i believed yeah and i believed it would take him that long to you know hook it up right. in the order that he was doing you don't it. have the james bond um, effect right right he wasn't levitating right um so um that that i like that and it was the same as in as in ronin um mm-hmm. you know there was there was an air of believability there. Right. And I definitely appreciated that about this movie, because a lot of times we get heist films that are over the top. And, you know, I mean, even the Italian yeah, job was like that to, to a large extent, um, at least compared to this. So yeah. I, I guess um, this is going to be kind of a short episode. We don't really have a whole lot to, to say about this one. I, I guess maybe this was a bad choice. There wasn't really a, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything else to say, really. I yeah. mean, other than um, um, what's his name, Marlon Brando was looking very large. Well, so <laughs> my my hubby, of course, was was looking because he was a little bored too. So he was digging around and he dug up a little piece of trivia, which I thought was interesting. That um, 
Marlon Brando, I guess, got so obnoxious um, to Frank Oz, calling him, you know, Miss Piggy and and whatever, that really? Frank Oz refused to direct him anymore about halfway uh, through the film. Yeah. And De Niro had to step in. I had heard that. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This was Marlon Brando's last film. So, you know, maybe a little bit of, you know, eh, crazy kind of snuck in there. A little or, bit. Or ego <laughs> or, or whatever it is that happens to, to actors. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that a lot of actors go quite as crazy as Marlon Brando did. When you're getting interviewed by Larry King and you insist that Larry King massage your feet during the interview... <laughs> yeah that'll do it yeah oh he's Ugh. never been one of my favorites no. yeah uh tech in the chat room said brando was slightly off yeah a little bit <laughs> all right so uh well let's talk about the the next the next movie then what we've got on the list of options we have baby driver which we've talked about before now robin you've seen that one right several times and lou you have not correct I have not. You guys tell me I should okay. see it, so I think we should probably do that one next. Now, I, mean, I think that Baby Driver is a little bit more uh, stylized, and it, I think it's a little bit more okay. about the style of the film, maybe, than about particular... I mean, there's some character development there, too, but it's not... Oh, I think there's a bit of character yeah, there development. Is. There is. Yeah. But what, what makes yeah. it unique compared to other things is probably there are certain stylistic elements to it. Um, other options include Snatch, which is, uh, I think it's a British film and it's got a, a lot of, uh, well-known actors in it. It's a, an ensemble film, uh, a plot that kind of twists around on itself. Have you seen Snatch, Robin? No, Snatch or Snatch. Snatch with, uh... Oh, let's see. It's got Brad Pitt. It's got, um, oh, what's his name? Why can't I remember the guy's name from the transporter and the Italian job that we just watched? Oh, uh, Stratham. Yeah, Jason Statham. Jason Stratham. Yeah. Brad Pitt, Alan Ford. It's got a good cast. It's a good movie, but it's- Director is Guy Ritchie. Definitely, it's different. Um. So that's one we could cover at some point. And then, of course, we've got Six Under- Underground, which I think all three of us have seen. Mm-hmm. So. So this is technically a co- crime comedy. All those Brits. Um, it's a rather dark comedy. It says. Yeah, I'd, okay. I'd go for it. All right. But but. We also have the other stuff. So yeah, let's do Baby Driver next. Okay, I think that's probably I'm good best. With that. All right. Anything else we want to say before we we close out this uh, very short podcast yet very appropriately length YouTube video? <laughs> Lou. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> it's one of the things is the, the film shares themes, ideas, and motifs with Richie's first film, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. True. <laughs> 
true. I just thought that was funny. All right. Never mind. Well, I guess that is going to do it for this episode of Movie Chatter. We are going to be covering Baby Driver next, which came out, I think, yes. 2017. And uh, so go check that out. That's your homework for this week. And we will be back next, I guess, next Thursday with another episode of Movie Chatter. We normally record at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's uh, GMT minus five here on YouTube. Um, we will also be doing live recordings of Random Chatter and Echo Bass this Sunday night. We will be doing The Outer Rim Saturday morning. Um, and uh, otherwise, everybody here in the United States, happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Stay home. Yes. yes stay home. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Well, I mean, if you're at home, I don't hey, know. Masks hurt. optional. You might want to discuss it amongst yourselves, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you guys have seen what I look like. I, I wear a mask even when I'm by myself. I don't want to scare my dog or anything, you know, but that that's a different topic. So that's yeah. Yeah. So uh, don't forget to check out randomchatter.com. We've got a lot of great podcasts there from a lot of great other hosts across the network. And uh, be sure to join us in Discord. You can meet us, all those other hosts, and all of you, the audience. You guys get to talk amongst yourselves about different things we discuss here on the podcast and the various YouTube shows. You can go to randomchatter.com slash Discord. There's a channel dedicated just to movie chatter where you can come in and tell Robin <laughs> that the how score was not YouTube? that bad. Or how to find YouTube. Or how to find YouTube. You can log into mm -hmm. our Discord server, and then the next time we're doing a live show <laughs> that you've pulled up, you can help walk one of our hosts <laughs> through how to pull that up on her own device be, during the show. That would be so remarkable. It would be, that would just be remarkable. It would. You have, and we would remark no upon idea. it. Wouldn't we, Lou? Yes, oh, we would. Repeatedly, course. as we are doing now, yes. <laughs> so... I, my co-hosts actually love we me, do. people out there in the audience. We do. You have no idea. If we, if we didn't, <laughs> right, we right. wouldn't. We'd have. We wouldn't to. pick I on it. Mean, wow, yes, what he said. <laughs> Good job, Lou. I missed All the right. mark on that one. See if you get your Christmas present on. <sighs> yeah, well, coal. Right. Hey, these <laughs> days, coal. That's uh That's quite a commodity. That might true. be worth yeah. something. I. I don't know. Heat source. You know, there was a time where getting toilet paper for Christmas would have been a bad thing. And now I, I think this year, maybe, uh, I, I think you'd, you'd Who's win. Who's going to get coal wrapped in Wrapped toilet in toilet paper. paper. Oh, score. I can heat my house and wipe my, well, yeah. There you go. <laughs> and if you eat enough beans, you can do all three at the same time. <laughs> all right, everybody. Beans, beans, oh, and musical fruit. With that, I think we should end it. Take care, everybody. We'll see you again in a week.